Welcome to TGIP, it's podcast time. This podcast is intended solely for entertainment purposes. The subjects discussed are not aimed at providing professional advice. Everything shared on this platform is based on personal experience, opinion, and should be considered subjective, not applicable to all. In addition, we welcome all individuals, regardless of their affiliations. Hello, guys. Welcome back to TGIP. I am here today with my co-hosts, Cassie and Rasha. And today's topic is, what would we tell our 20-year-old selves? Also, um, fast forward to today, our guilty pleasures and pet peeves. So stay tuned. Okay, guys, so we're back. Let's just dive into the subject. What would you guys tell your 20-year-old selves today? Um, to my 20-year-old self, um, I, I would definitely tell myself a lot of things because if I knew what I know now at 20 years old, there are a lot of things that I could have done or maybe wouldn't have done. Um, but definitely the first thing I would tell my 20-year-old self is to enjoy life um, and take all the opportunities that life can present to myself because um, I feel like I could have, you know, maybe traveled more. Maybe I could have relaxed a bit more. I was really focused on making a path to succeed to what to build today. But, you know, I would tell myself, you know, you need to relax a little more. Nothing can be done in just one setting. It takes a whole process. So just be gentle to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Even if you try and you fail, don't be hard on yourself. It, it takes time sometimes to get to where you want to be. Um, so that definitely is something that I would tell my 20-year-old self. Um, and also, um, what other things could I tell myself? Um, I would work, um, (laughs) (laughs) why are you talking about something? (laughs) Wait, what are you guys doing? I'm talking and then I hear things coming up and I see chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling D that I hear some chicken in her background. <laughs> well, it was jitly, jitly laughing in the background, right? And I don't know, people are laughing so loud. I'm not, I'm not editing this shit. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, guys, so take two. So we're back, guys. Um, Let's just dive into the subject. 
So what would you guys tell your 20-year-old selves? Um, so for me, the first thing I would tell my 20-year-old self is to really enjoy life, to really embrace life with everything that it comes with, good or bad. Because um, in my 20s, I mostly spent the time building like working hard to build um, a path to where my life is now and I feel like I could have I could have done more while doing um, the this process while working on this process I feel like I, I could have maybe traveled more I could have maybe um, taken on many opportunities that uh, were offered to me I could have been um, you know more outgoing maybe um, I could have tried so many different things but I, I think because I was so focused on making things work um, in order to build a better future now um, I missed out on some opportunities to enjoy my life, to enjoy myself, to have a good time, to um, be gentle with myself. You know, when you are trying to reach a goal and there are moments along the way where you don't get the results that you want right away, you can be a little um discouraged or maybe you know be a little hard on yourself so I think I would tell my 20 year old self to just don't worry be happy everything that is to happen will happen the way that it's supposed to um, and just really embrace life with everything that it does come with it's not all bad um, there's also good things if you take the time to, you know, maybe take a step back and look at everything you, you've accomplished so far, everything that you have so far. You, you can see the good in, in, in things that you didn't know even existed. Um, so I think those are the major things that I would tell my 20-year-old self. Um, <clears throat> I would say, well, for me, I think I would... I would really probably tell myself to let go and have balance. I feel like I'm now getting to a point where I'm learning balance, whereas, you know, bad is not too bad and good is not too good. Because I feel like when I was in my 20s, either things had to be super, super bad for me or I had to take the scariest risk to feel good and it's like I didn't need to always be on a high like this you know um like boring um stagnant can also be okay so I would teach myself to um kind of let go of the extremes because you know it kind of burned me out throughout the years and it also felt very exhausting to learn to get out of you know that behavior it's like high is high and low is low and there's no in between so I would totally teach myself to let go um definitely try not to be a perfectionist because it doesn't matter how many times you create a blueprint like what my life is today has nothing to do with what I you know planned for myself so just really really try to just be in the present moment and enjoy every single minute of it so later on I'm not you know trying to go back in my mind and wishing that I was more present versus leaving in a future that I didn't have any control over so I would definitely tell myself that 
I would also tell myself that, you know, you are a badass bitch for being super, you know, unique and different. And you don't have to feel any kind of way about it that you're about to make it far, bitch. Like, don't worry about what other people think. You don't need nobody. So I would totally tell myself that and definitely teach myself to not try to fit into any kind of boxes try not to be normal you know wear colorful nail polish when you only like black nail polish just be who you are um and just embrace obviously your differences and your uniqueness i would totally push that on myself are you gonna bleep the b-i-c-c-h no i'm not (laughs) i would tell myself to not make friends (laughs) no i'm friends with these people seriously i would tell my friends beware of cassie and z well um for myself i would say thank you to my 20 year old self because because of her i actually am who i am today you know, my, my 20 year old self was very trusty, you know, um, I had a lot of fun while I was, you know, trying to, you know, follow a line and do what I want to do. But I also put a lot of other people's stuff on me. So because of all that experience that I have on my 20s, I now know how to balance life. Yes, I have to worry for my family or for my friends, but, you know, I have to balance. I don't have to let that overtake my life. And I also know, like, boundaries um, between, like, friends and families, you know, not to be too trusty or not to be, you know, not trusting anybody at all. And I also feel like I had my fun time in my 20s because um now you know I can be boring and sitting in my house and enjoying myself I don't have to like have regrets that I didn't do this or that um like Cassie said I could have traveled more or saved more but um I would literally say thank you to her because um of what I experienced when I at that age um I can now balance my life more and, you know, um, be okay with who I am. Um, not trying to, you know, please everybody, not trying to fit in because, you know, I feel good when I'm with myself now. So I think that's what I would say to her. Um, it's interesting that you said you would um, say thank you to your younger self because I think, um, we start asking ourselves certain questions when we get older. You know, it's, well, um, when you sit back and you think about, okay, what was I doing at that age at that time? And it's not, you don't always think that, okay, it's because I was that way that today that I can be this way. 
it's because I saw things, you know, that way that today I'm doing things in a in a different manner. So I, I, I think it's interesting that the first thing you said was that, okay, you know, I, I guess you would kind of go back to yourself and tell yourself, you know what, what you did was right enough that I can go back and see it and take it as a lesson for me to take into what my life is today and shape it around that because, you know, we can't go back, can't remake mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. can't fix things and um you know as much as you go back in your head that I could have done this I could have done that I I, I could have all of these questions that you t- you ask yourself can never actually come true because the past is already gone so if you appreciate yourself for where you were um compared to where you are now it's it's a really good thing i get i think to make those um reflections i i think it also helps you move forward um especially being in our 30s right now everything you do today is gonna shape the rest of your life not as much as in your 20s because you know you, you know well when i was in my 20s i did think about the future but not as much as i do today because everything that that's happening right now is really gonna shape the rest of my life so that makes it even more important to kind of I guess reflect on what worked or didn't work and move forward from there I feel like it's it's crazy because it's the opposite for me I feel like in my 20s I spent you know most of my 20s worrying about my 30s preparing my 30s and the fact that you know I realized that (laughs) None of it is as I, you know, thought it would be um, like I'm more, you know, accepting of my 30s as in, you know, whatever happens, I'm OK with it. I'm strong enough and I'm, you know, I'm good enough to overcome what is, you know, to come my way. Um, I don't obviously, you know, I don't I know that my actions are going to have consequences and they're going to be a little bit more permanent than if it was in my 20s. But um I feel like I, I I trust myself enough to make the right decisions for me. And um, I guess because we have different lessons we learned in our 20s, for me, I'm really putting into motion, letting go um, and not being as obsessed with, you know, every step that I'm supposed to take. Um, but I also agree with this point. I think it's it's very important to um, to say you know, thank you. And sometimes when we're in the moment, I know there were times I used to be so hard on myself when I was younger. It's like, I don't know if it's like, you know, being a perfectionist back in the days, I just felt like, you know, every time I made a mistake, it's like it was the end of the world, you know, because, you know, I just felt like, you know, I wasn't supposed to do certain things, say certain things when I lost someone in my life, you know, a friend, you know, Oh, you know, a relationship, it really took a toll on me and I would really blame myself. I would try to go back over and over and think about if I did this, if I did that. But today, like there is not one second that I would change in in my past, in my 20s, in my whole life, like the way that everything happened. I'm so grateful because like they said, it, it just made me who I am today. And I'm, I'm like so proud of this person. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I would be the same person if things went perfectly or if I was different back then. Exactly. You know, our 20s was our lesson to be 
better human beings in our thirties. <laughs> yeah, I, I I see it as a I opening I guess window to look at what was and um I guess shape what could be but not really dwell on it because it can't be changed because if there's anything that I'm the most um, afraid of is regrets I don't have regrets in my life so far and I feel like having regrets is one thing that can really just you know um, really eat at you because you just can't make any changes to anything that that was you can only embrace it and like Z said you know thank yourself for what was and move forward from there and be in the present because the present is what matters now so this is what you can only focus on so yeah yeah exactly you just have to let it go take the lesson and move forward with your life it's like you know your 20s kind of teach you how to balance it like not stay in the past and not overly think about the future but just leave the present and be be okay, be happy with yourself. Yeah. Uh, I think that's how it, it I mean, you know, <laughs> we don't know the right or wrong way, but I'm guessing that's how it's supposed to be. But I don't know if that's how it is for everyone. You know, I don't feel like everybody spends um, that decade, you know, learning from their mistake and shaping who they want to be um which I think it becomes more difficult you know entering your 30s your mid 30s and later on your 40s you know still not having found that balance and when I say balance it doesn't have anything to do with like career love life or anything I would say pretty much inner balance like you know figuring out who you are which is an ongoing process never ending process but being okay with who you are um those little efforts and the inner work to continue to become who you want to be um i think you know it 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 can be once you reach that level where you're in your 30s and you haven't even done that work or tried to figure it out it becomes harder i don't feel like in I mean, I don't know. I'm not 40 yet. Um, I'm nine years away from that. So I'm very early 30. <laughs> eight years away. Oh, my eight years God. God. I'm yeah, not, eight it's years. Not years. It's nine years. Eight years away. It hasn't really? been a month yet since my birthday. So I'm still 31. The okay. month oh, my past. God. Eight years away, people. No, stop. I'm the that could say nine okay mm-hmm. yeah for one more month <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I don't I don't believe like I'm it's crazy because I used to be so scared to age like when I hit 29 y'all like on the clock I promise you I kid you not 29 was the worst year of my life I woke up on my birthday and I had anxiety that whole year I woke up and I was like, what the fuck happened to my life? I'm 29. None of the things I had lined up for me were happening. And, you know, I was just so pressured and everything. And the day after my birthday, I was like, oh, wow, I'm still regular. Like, I thought it was going to be like this big, I don't know, life 
thing that was gonna happen and it was just another day and ever since then I've been embracing my 30s I love my 30s everything that comes within the good the bad the ugly and I feel like the 40s will be even more fun I feel like when you reach your 40s, like, that's when you have fun times with your girlfriends. If there are babies, the babies are, you know, growing up. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a it's a whole different era. Like, ugh, honestly, I'm just loving aging. Um, and, you know, I, I, I hope that everybody, you know, can experience the same. And if I were to say that to my anyone that's in their 20s now, it's like, Make all the mistakes you can make and make sure that the if there's one thing you have to take from this is work on finding out what makes you happy, your inner peace, your inner balance, and then everything else around you will fall into place. Like everything that I wanted to happen for me literally felt started to fall into place afterwards when I wasn't thinking about it as cliche as that sounds when I wasn't worried about it. I was just happy with myself once I reach 30s so yeah like I don't know if everybody and use their 20s for that and when they're in their 30s they feel the way we feel I hope so but um yeah if there was an advice I would say use your 20s you know to just pretty much find your inner balance so you can be you know comfortable with yourself in your 30s yeah yeah I love the wisdom that comes with, you know, being Why are you laughing, Cassie? <laughs> because she, she didn't find it yet. <laughs> wow, the shade. The shade. <laughs> I know she did. I'm just joking. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, you can cut here so I can start the, you know. So, guys, now let's talk about guilty pleasures and pet peeves. Um, okay, my, <laughs> my guilty pleasures. Well, some of my guilty pleasures are very um, simple, I would say. Um, as far as I guess when it comes to food, definitely something I can't stay away from. I had to stop buying it in order to not indulge is cheese. I just love cheese. I could eat cheese all the time, but it's not really healthy if I, you know, when you keep on eating it, um, it doesn't really serve a good purpose in the end if you have too much of it. But I'm defi- definitely a- addicted to cheese uh well that would be one of my guilty pleasures oh and also um seafood but seafood is healthy so i don't know if that constitutes a guilty pleasure but definitely i'm I'm, i am addicted to that also and uh when it comes to other things not relating food um let's see i love watching crime shows i could binge on watching things like that all the time it does get um to be like kind of a you know dark mood or whatever but I don't know I just can't stay away from crime documentaries and stuff like that um but definitely something that I I really 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 
am addicted to. Um, and pet peeves. I think I kind of touched on that on our last um, episode when um, we talked about the, oh, the one before last, actually. Um, and that was um, Mama's Voice. <laughs> it definitely is, I don't know. Again, it's not about not, you know, loving your mother, loving your family. But um, I think mama's boys tend to not be able to set boundaries between their relationships, uh, whatever relationships it, it it is, you know, between their love relationships, their family relationships and all of that. Everything just is mixed into this whole pile because they they are pleasing they want to please their family and everything like that and like I had said before I'm a very private person and it might be biased to just not give a chance to a mama's boy that I meet but it just kind of it rubs me the wrong way um, because I just don't like for people to be um, invested in my business because I don't invest myself in people's business so that is definitely a pet peeve for me. Um, I also don't like entitlement because I feel like we are all um, able in some way or, in, or another, except I, in my opinion, if you are a child or if you are uh, restricted in ways um, physically, sometimes not even physically, but mostly mentally, and you're not able to do certain things for yourself. Uh, for those reasons, I feel like you are, you should be able to make uh, the way for yourself and do what, you know, what works for you and not wait for people to do it for you or uh, rely on people to make decisions for you or provide for you and all of that. So I don't like entitlement because then it, it becomes to the point where when you don't get what you want, you don't get what you usually want, you kind of, I don't know, you you, you, you become angry and you expect certain things to happen and then you, you blame people and you, you just become this whole um, not so um, nice person. And I don't think that's fair because just as much as I'm able to do it, so should you be able to, unless, like I said, you are uh, in some way or fashion um, mentally unable to or a, a child, then that's, to me, that's different. Um, I, I think those are probably my top ones um, so far, but I'll let you guys state your piece. Maybe I'll come back with some more, <laughs> but um, those are my top ones. Um. I'll start with my pet peeves. What you said is one of them. Oh my God, entitlement. I cannot. <laughs> I do not like people who feel entitled. Like, you know, I'm okay with someone who's confident and who's like, you know, I want you to do this for me and I want you to do that for me, but in a humble way. But I don't like people who just, you know, talk to others in a way that, well, you know, you owe it to me. What do you mean you can't? Like, you know, 
I do not play with that. I don't care if you're blood. I don't care if you're friends. I don't care if you're enemy. When you start approaching me with that kind of like, you know, attitude, like I owe you anything, I'm not with it. I don't like this because it makes me feel like, like I said, it's not fair to anyone's effort. It's not fair to people who go to work. It's not fair to like, you know, people who put time and energy into certain things for others to come, you know, and, you know, take things away from others um that doesn't make that doesn't mean that you know people who feel that entitlement is not good it means that they're selfish but it's like you know you can't live off others you know mm-hmm. like stop living i can't i just can't deal with people who live off others like sitting around and having people hinge your stuff i am so sorry i like that's the biggest pet peeve not even in relationships like i don't want people like this around me um and then another pet peeve um, I don't like, I was going to say guys, but when I'm thinking about it, it's individuals. I don't really like individuals who are, um, scared of other people's opinions. Like I don't like followers. Oh my God. That is such a pet peeve of mine. Like, you know, either in a relationship, a guy or a friend who's like, you know, they're telling you how they truly feel. But then when you're seeing how they're acting towards, you know, these people who hurt them or society, you know, they're acting like it doesn't bother them or they're scared or they're, they're just followers. I mean, I understand that it's, you know, not everybody has to be, you know, has to feel comfortable voicing out their opinions or having the world against them and being okay with that. I'm okay with that, honestly. But at the same time, I feel like you don't have to always, you know, bring drama and fight with people to be like, oh, no, you can't say this to me or whatever. But stay true to yourself. If something is not making you happy, like, why are you stuck on it? Like, it's okay to walk away. It's okay to say no. Like, people pleasers. Yes, that's the, that's the word. I, I cannot yeah. with people pleasers. Like, like you, especially in adulthood, no one can force you to do anything that you don't want to do. I love people who are polite. You know, I love people who don't like drama. But I also respect these people when, you know, they they put their foot down and they have boundaries it's like yes i'm polite yes i'm nice but you can't do this to me you can't say that to me like you have to stay true to who you are so that is a very big pet peeve for me i'm not a people pleaser i please the people i love and you know the second that you know they do something to me even though i love them i will still tell them i'm not okay with it but i nobody should be bowing down to anybody period but um another fun pet peeve of mine which is very gross i do not like guys who have long nails okay (laughs) (laughs) and you know if if you're a guy and you identify as queer or you know drag that's fine you can have nails and I hope you are going to the salon and getting these nails done but that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like regular guys whatever or you know just you have these long ass little pinky nails or you have that one toe long ass nail oh my god like I could be in love with you right now I see these nails 
don't touch me. I cannot. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, I, cause it's like that's oh all it takes, God. guys. Just bring the nails and she's gone. Okay? No, stop it. <laughs> I have goosebumps right now. Like I hate guys, cause it's like you know, even for us, you know, women, you know, people who identify as women. When you have nails, you have to take care of them. We have to clean under them every week. Sure. We have to get our toes done and everything. So imagine you're a guy who doesn't give two crap about your nails. Imagine that, that, the amount of dirt that's going to be stuck on <laughs> the nails. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, if you're in bed or whatever, I don't want to feel any claws <laughs> on my right legs. Now, right? <laughs> this is such a... You sound very traumatized, Asha. <laughs> there's the pinky, yes. the pinky long nail that you use to pick your nose or your ears. Oh my God. Let's just die. Yes. Can you talk about your guilty pleasures now? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, you guys get the picture. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, um, guilty pleasures. I have a lot of guilty pleasures. Let's talk about simple, regular ones. Um, I love to sleep, y'all. You know, I'm not. I'm. I know people think I'm an extrovert, but I really am not. I like to be home under my covers, watching my shows, and I love to sleep. When something's going on and I'm not okay. I just want to sleep. Like when you sleep, you don't know anything. I love to sleep. That's my guilty pleasure. Um, for the past seven years, YouTube has been another one. I could watch YouTube for 24 hours and never leave my bed. I don't know why I start watching one video and another one pops up. I watch puppies to cooking channels, to vlogs, to stuff about money, to like, I just keep watching YouTube. Um, I don't know. I enjoy YouTube. I do love cooking. I love cooking a lot. Sometimes if I'm stressed out, I like to challenge myself, like open the fridge and whatever I have, try to make like a very good meal out of it. It makes me feel very warm in my heart. Um, so that's one of my guilty pleasures. And I love to read. Um, I feel like books have such like a magical way to like transport you to different worlds um especially like if you're dealing with something and you don't want to be in the current world that you live in I love being able to read different scenarios I don't I'm not talking about self books or you know biographies or anything like that I'm talking about fiction I love fiction I love a good story either romance or vampire some some stuff like that um and something that I do is that when I'm done reading a book if I'm done reading a book today I can't start another book tomorrow because then I feel like I'm cheating on the characters like I give them a little bit of time you know I think about them for a few days I kind of continue the story in my head sometimes I'm like oh what is such and such doing now you know but then I have to give time to grief and you know complete the the book before I go into another book so that's one of my really good um guilty pleasures what about you d well (laughs) i am uh i love being alone that's (laughs) that that's my yeah it's true i love being alone like you know just me myself and i (laughs) 
And also, I love to sleep. Oh, my God. Like, my husband just can't with me because I just love to sleep. I really love my sleep. And don't wake me up. Don't try to, you know, I'm just, I just want to sleep. And I like to cook. I love, well, I love cooking. I really love cooking. I didn't know that about myself, but I just realized it's one thing that really makes me happy. And my last and most precious guilty pleasure is writing. I love to write. Like when I'm writing, it's like I'm somewhere else. I can, you know, it's like I'm creating my own world. So I really, really like that. I think that's basically it for my guilty pleasures. <sighs> now, pet peeves. <laughs> um, I hate two-faced people. It's like, you know, come to me you are. And, you know, if I love you, I love you. If I don't, like, I don't have to deal with you. But don't come, you know you know, trying to study me and trying to give me what I like. And then after I realized this is not really you, like I love someone who can stay true to their self, not changing or, you know, it's just, I, I really don't like that. If you can't be you, like just don't come around me. And also I'm very big on loyalty. Like, if you're going to be my friend, like, you're going to be my friend. Like, you're going to tell me when I'm wrong. You're going to tell me when I'm right. And you're going to have my back. Like, I, I don't like people, you know, you think they're your friend or you think they love you. And then, like, when they're around other people, they act a certain way. It's like when they are with you, oh, you're my bestie. You're my good friend. You're, like, everything to me. And then... You know, when they're around other people, it's like, I don't even know her. Like, oh, she's weird. She's this, she's that. Like, no. Like, I, I hate, you know, hypocrite, two-faced, or disloyal people. That's for general. And now for men. Oh, my God. <sighs> Mama's boy. <laughs> like, I hate that. Like, Tassie said. You have to be able to set boundaries between all your relationships. You cannot just put everything together and mix them all. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, you have to separate family and, you know, other things. Like, there's supposed to be boundaries and everything. And, like, Rasha, those nails. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Don't. <laughs> don't come like this I'm not even gonna talk to you this is nah mm -mm, I can't with that and um other things too like I hate a man who can't like how can I say that like you know for a regular man like you have to be a man like you know I'm very I'm I'm the type of person who's like very how can I say that like, I like things to go my way. So, if you are a man and you like, not really a man, <laughs> you're going to let me walk all over you. So, I really want someone who can put me in my place. I, I, I'm looking for that, too, in a friendship. Like, you know, um, when I do something wrong, you can be like, listen, like, you're my friend. 
and I, I love you and I will always love you, but listen, this this is not good. You were not supposed to say that or you were not supposed to do that. And then, you know, you kind of put me in my place. I really like that. Like, I love a man who can do that too. Like, don't try to, you know, please me and like a people pleaser, like a man who's a people pleaser, like, you know, do whatever I want or it's it's just, you know, it's a turn off for me. Like, you have to keep up with me. I think that's basically it for me. Wow. The silence. <laughs> this is the end. Um, we had a lot of fun today. The topic was very fun. I don't know about you guys. Yes, it was definitely fun for me. It's definitely been lighter than the previously recorded ones, the past two two ones. So I had a lot of fun just talking about, like, you know, our 20s and our pet peeves. And it was a filled one. Yeah, I did enjoy myself as well. And I actually realized that young Cassie was actually cool and still is. So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was very fun talking about our 20s. Like, I had like a, you know, flashback. It was very good. And I enjoyed listening to Mrs. Rasha's pet peeves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those nails <laughs> so guys stay tuned for more episode with us but until then thank god it's podcast bye bye bye, bye.